when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. You lose. I am sure, and if we have any listeners left, they'll let me know. I am sure that that intro music is somehow faster. It sounds like it sounds like everybody involved had some helium. Uh, welcome back to Age to Confused after two years, two horrific years. Um, <laughs> I am in the uncomfortable confines of my own dining room one more time, and with me is my good friend James. James, how are you doing? Uh, James is great. Um, lot are, are we speaking here. in the third person now? Have we James, gotten there? James, <coughs> James would like a, a moment to okay. introduce himself. Yes. Um, thank you to uh, the host, um, Craig, uh, for having me. And uh, two, two fucking horrific years and one week of just horrific, horrific events. I say greetings uh, from the Oompa Loompa capital of Tennessee, nice. uh, Chattanooga. I like Chattanooga. Yeah, on, uh, on old Oak Street in <laughs> uh, historic uh, Oak Knoll Village All right. of Chattanooga. James dropping yeah, the information to make stocking more uh, more easily facilitated uh, oh, for anybody no, I, out there. I am, I'm encouraging it because I'm lonely. I've been lonely for uh, <laughs> two years, and I, I use a new friend. I mean, swipe right, uh, swipe right, okay. swipe left. I don't care. Did you ever swipe see a uh, vertical? Did you ever see a movie called uh, "Live Hard, Sell Hard"? The Goods, or the Goods, "Live Hard, Sell Hard." Had Jeremy don't Piven recall. in it. So, so the general premise is that he's this this hired gun that teaches people how to sell the shit out of cars, used cars, and stuff like that. So. He gets oh, right, called right. in as a uh, as a consultant, yeah, I, you know, to go from uh-huh. car lot to car lot, and uh, he he ends up getting hired on by this guy, this older guy that owns a dealership that's not doing too well. Right, oh, and um, right, right. one of the one of the elements in play in the storyline is that the older guy is like closeted gay, but I guess he's he's kind of old enough to where he's starting to not care about it anymore. But he's married. He's got a wife. And uh, and he's got like the, he's got a crush on one of the salesmen that Jeremy Piven brings in on his team, oh, and yeah. uh, and so he's just making really inappropriate comments to him all the time, and really uncomfortable comments to him. Uh, yeah, he's like ho- having them all over for dinner at his home, and he leans over to the guy. He's like, uh, "So uh, you see my wife there?" He's like, uh, "Yes, sir. That is a dead marriage." <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> and then later on, you're like, and it just cuts to these random things he's saying to me. He's like, you know, uh, some people call it cruising. I just call it looking for a friend. <laughs> Greg, I don't know how your mind got there. Oh god! But I, pre- I no, I, you, you said you could use a friend, and immediately my lizard no, brain went to yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. me not having enough creative talent of my own, I had to use somebody else's material. <laughs> Alrighty, so um, dude, where where do we where do we start eating this burrito? Uh, this is this is a tough one to kind of unwrap. And um, so, do we do like COVID in thirty seconds or less? Oh <laughs> like, god! I mean, we... like 
All right. So, it, your COVID story beats mine because the venue that I think that you got it in is much worse. Um, but yeah, I, I, I even, I, I'm trying to remember when we did our last show. I may have even mentioned that I was one of the unlucky early people that got COVID. Um, it was 2019. I'm pretty sure that's that's the one that I just I have in my my library um, for you that I in the file. Oh yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, well, so I thought that you got it when you were wearing a jumpsuit. No, 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 no. The, the, and the, I thought that, that was the, it. Was the the the, the last uh, um, uh, Asian confused. That's, that's uh, what I'm okay, talking about. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because you're being trying. Asian confused right now, and, and I totally understand. <laughs> right. So, but once you, once you got, yeah, my COVID story is is kind of interesting. But let's start with yours because you you ha- you are in an industry that um, is. I mean, you're right next to people all the time. Yeah, I mean, and, the short um, version is, yeah, I I was not somebody that. Uh, I'm thankful I didn't lose my job during COVID like a lot of people did. Um, but I, I was kind of compelled to uh, work still, especially in the early phases. For those phases that don't know, Craig, Craig, flies, Craig flies a I, lot. I, I travel a good bit. Uh, yeah. And so I uh, ended up picking it up while I was in San Francisco. And uh, I've never oh, been really? that sick in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So um, – I probably that that train that train ran over me for about a week and a half. Keep in mind, this is before a vaccine had been released, so my body had no idea what this you know horrible creation that had been unleashed on it uh, was all about. And I I remember having it and going, I I can understand how people die of this. Like I I get it. Yep, I totally get it. Um. Now, the the next thing, and I mean, it's well. Do you do you want to do you want to do kind of a brief touch and go on your COVID story? Well, let's. I mean, let's. We can we can mix it up if you want, but um, I I, I want to preface all this um, and don't forget what you're, what you're about to say because oh, I, I have no I'm idea what I'm about in, to say. So that's going to be really easy. <clears throat> okay, well, that may not take a long time, but just bookmark that. <laughs> Two, um, I mean, this isn't. These stories are not unusual at all. Are they interesting? Well, if you know the characters that we're playing, yeah. yeah, which is us, then then if you care about us, then you might care about our stories, right? Um, and uh, the 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 deep tissue is is going to be revealed here in just a minute, but. Um, we all have our COVID stories, even if it's as mundane as I, I had to watch a bunch of Three's Company um, reboot uh, ish, uh, um, you know, re-seeing, you know, old um, episodes of Star Trek. And I, you know, I totally understand that if it's that blase, that's that's great. And actually, that's, you know, no news is good news kind of situation. But some of it was kind of um, kind of kind of interesting and at the same time, the more interesting, it's like the more things change, the more things stay the same, that kind of thing. Like everybody's heard the fucking COVID story over and fucking over. Right. Can we make it more interesting? I don't think so. Um, no, no. I, I think, but, and, and I think people are probably sick of even hearing about it. <laughs> we're, we're kind of like, okay, you know, they've been inundated with this for two years. I mean, the, for me, 
the the short broad version of the past two years for me is it was a time of horrific loss betrayal <laughs> um just kind of a really rough fucking mm. ride and and I think that's kind of a recurring theme for most people over the past two years is that they've dealt with some shit and I feel so yeah. bad about that it's like I'm an empathetic guy. I like to think that I'm empathetic. I want to give you a hug. I may have a boner when it happens, but by God, the hug is there. And, it's, a distant, uh, it's a distant hug. It's like a lean over oh, yeah, kind of yeah, distant baby. bear hug. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> but with no contact with the waist. Like just stay away from the fit section. <laughs> Don't want to make it uncomfortable, but uh, okay. Uncle Harry, I really, uh, I really do want to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. Actually, it's it's something that gives me joy. <laughs> the older I get, like how, how can I just make somebody really kind of cringe a little bit? I won't give COVID if I just do a little. Pat on the back and keep the boner separated from the, you know. I mean, fuck, the Canadian government was recommending glory holes. So I really don't know how you can one-up that. Uh, well done, I didn't Trudeau. Know what you're talking about. You didn't hear that? Yeah, they they actually released. No, that's not tangent. <laughs> Come on. I'm serious. They released official guidance. And uh, they released official guidance during the pandemic recommending the use of barriers such as quote a glory hole this was released by their like minister of health kind of thing wait a minute i remember hearing i think i remember hearing something yeah no, about I, i'm that. sure other like talk show hosts a... like actually touched on that <laughs> a year and a half ago when it was relevant but <laughs> so yeah we're talking about stuff that that was that's happened that well that happened to us pretty much years ago and we're just now getting around to well, varies, updating our, varies, our audience so and, like, and our own minds. Yeah, um, and so if anybody, we probably happening. got, we probably got one person in Japan that's going to be so excited when this pops up in their feed. Uh, we probably have several women in Japan that were saving themselves for us, and they gave up and they they settled for lesser men. <laughs> uh, they became whores and just hey, <laughs> let's be fair. Let's not assume. They may have been oh, whores I'm, before I... us. All right, <laughs> <laughs> they were saving. They they they, they dropped their job. Which perfect matches, like, right? It's... Oh, Mister Craig, Mister James. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Why do they got to talk yeah. like that? No, what, this what is, do you? This th- is the that's, age that's... of the gotcha, James. I, I'm I'm gonna have to stop you every three seconds. Be like, uh, uh, you can't talk like that. Oh, that wasn't me. That was my roommate. That oh, okay. Roommate. All right. Li Zhu. Li Zhu. Okay. She's she's half Jewish. So. And half, <laughs> and half, half Druid, so she's a Jewish princess. <laughs> oh, man. So, this so you, got, you got COVID in San Francisco. Now, I got it. Was this by touching another, another man? Oh, well, I mean, or, it was Pride or, Week, so I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I think it was just, you know, and I, I remember, you know, work put me on that trip and I called up through, you know, every supervisory level all the way to the top. I'm like, is this staying uh-huh. on my schedule? Cause at that point, <laughs> California was the epicenter of the pandemic. I said, this doesn't strike me as a good idea, guys. And they said, well, hmm. stick with it. And uh, hang me, in there, buddy. Me Rub being the foolishly dedicated person that I am, I did, and uh, I ended up. Uh, 
I ended up with a fever. And uh, I, you know what's funny is I did end well, up writing some good music with it. The song "Raised" uh, that I put together. I was li- yeah. I didn't know that I had COVID yet. I was at the airport in my car, and I I had the windows up. I was like sweating. I'm like, man, I'm not feeling good. And I just started writing lyrics, and I just started recording. And I love the way that that song came out. Oh, wow. So it, it's almost like it captured kind of the toxicity of it um, in the music. So I dug I always that. thought that was interesting how you, you find inspiration in, in so many ways. As a songwriter, um, I, I've written some stuff, but I am in awe of people that <clears throat> write, like, breakup songs or, you know, songs of wanting and songs that, that are just super sad inspired by you know true events or you know right or translated into into music and prose it, it just like i i maybe i'm just getting more sensitive as i get older but um i mean i've i thought i'd never have to go through a like a, a breakup that that like just crushed me and i did go through that um and this is way pre um uh, COVID, Povich, COVID, um, and and uh, like writing a song about it after that, like no, I, I could not do well, so, it. I would just hold, hold I would on, break. Hold on. I would, so, it would just wait, break when, my heart. When was again, your heart first broken? What was her name? Show us on the doll where she touched you. The uh, I mean the first the very my first love. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Annalise Llewellyn, tenth wow. grade. All right, all right. It, she was, similarly, she, yeah. I I had. I'm not going to drop her full name, but uh, let's see here. Who was I? I was such an intense guy yeah, when we, I was younger. I think younger, we both were kind of. That. I I can completely understand why women would go running and screaming for the hills. Uh, but you know, probably the first one, Erica. Yeah, Erica. Then there was Amy. These are both in high school, by the way. Well, I mean, it, listen, I, I I feel like we're talking about the first person that broke your heart, and you you were curled up in your bed, crying into your pillow, and just like screaming to to whatever uh, right, whatever uh, gods weren't listening. Universe wouldn't yeah. listen a hundred percent, and Dad just you know I was a single parent. Uh, a household and dad just was did not know what to do. Yeah, he's like this wasn't in the manual, you know. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is, he's he's this is not even in the he appendix. Was, he was in it, yeah. Now he was a salesman, and I mean he did the best he he possibly could. I mean the one thing that brought me down or took pulled me off the edge uh, was uh, was mom just saying, "Look, it hurts. I know." And dad, I mean, dad was bio mom guy, or step mom, bio, bio mom, bio mom. mom okay, sure. so they were still together at that point. No, because no, split. no, no, no. Okay, so Th- you had contact with her at that point. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole complicated thing. Anyway, so bio mom, um, like dad was just like, it's okay, it's okay, you know. And he's a, he's a salesman. Like he he's trying to sell me on getting better, and it's like he just doesn't. He's confused. So, um, uncharted I mean, territory. The great for news sure. is that you came away with a new meal replacement bar from Amway. 
subscribing. <laughs> if if there had been Amazon Prime back then, oh god, he yeah. he we would still be in debt. No, uh, no, mom, mom, uh, I called mom and I was like, "Do you have anything?" Because like I I this isn't I don't know what to do. Um, you know, uh, the the whole story is like it's really. She went off to college. And I was just a year behind her, and then yeah. I caught her cheating, and it was just really bad. You know, so in, in hindsight, with mine. And I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off. I'll I'll take the well, pause. Well, you, you kind of did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I, <laughs> sorry. Still getting my sea legs here, buddy. Um, in hindsight, yeah, I wasn't justified for how far, hard, and deep I fell into. Mm. The earliest ones that you know, with every fiber of my being, I was sure that I loved them. But is it really love when it's unrequ- unrequited, unrequited? God, I'm, I'm unrequited. too much of a fucking no, knuckle yeah, dra- uh, dragger to remember the pronunciation of that word. But yeah, it's like, uh, it's like okay, yeah, I was really into Erica to the point of where I'm writing, you know, like manuscripts about my feelings for this woman, and oh, she dude. just did not. Oh well, have Didn't any interest in me. Yeah, she was into Mark, you know? And and I was like, and I was just sure that this was like, I was living out this Shakespearean tragedy. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, hormones are that fucking powerful, dude. I was, I was a little young guy with intense feelings and puffy nipples, and it was just a horrible, horrible time. To be I let, alive, I, I allowed uh, REM to write my lyrics for me. Oh no! I just, oh no! I did no. I just no. I let I let REM. I just played REM all the time, and and Mazzy Star. That was a big one. Yeah, but but yeah. I later, and I mean unjustifiably so. I later got heartbroken <laughs> again with like an actual girlfriend who did love me. You know, toward, while I was getting towards the end of you know graduating and then beyond, and. uh I came back, you know, like like not even, not even two weeks after I had broken yep. up with her just out of circumstance because I I had watched the girls, you know, that had the college boyfriend off at school somewhere, and they're just living miserably in high school and shit like that. I was like, I I don't want to do that to you. Let's, you know, I love you, but let's split because I don't want you to hurt like that. Like two weeks later, she already had a new boyfriend. And uh, and it was oh, like shit. the guy who had made questionable advances on her while we were still in school, and uh, you know this guy was like a twenty-one-year-old University of Alabama student. Keep in mind, she was fifteen what? at the time. What? Yeah, and um, you know, oh, dude, dude, I, I I was so angry. I took this. The guy's name was Tony. I remember, and I remember like I was I was going to Texas A and M at the time. And I actually, somebody had like taken a Sharpie and drawn like a grumpy face around the the head smashing zone on the heavy bag in the gym. And I took another Sharpie and I wrote Tony above it. And I would just go in there and wail on this bag, you know, and I, I felt, I felt so absurdly wronged. You know, like, how dare she go out and settle down with another man after I broke up with her? I was such a fucking moron. Well, you gotta um, back up for just a second. Just, just, okay. just a quick exit here. <clears throat> she was 15? 
She was 15. So she I mean, she you were going to A&M. Yes. And not when we started not when we first started dating. When we first started oh, okay. dating, she was a sophomore and I was a senior. Oh, okay. Uh, 15 is when this other guy started making advances on her. So she was involved oh, okay. in something. You being a band nerd, you're probably familiar with this. She was involved sure with something called Drum Corps, which is basically oh, yeah. summer camp for band nerds. And they, they love it. They get off on it. They go out in the middle of fields. They perform oh, yeah. these complex movements and and put on a show, and then they compete with it. And mm-hmm. uh, ironically, she was in a drum corps that our old housemate Ryan was heavily involved with. Like, he knew oh, yeah. who my ex-girlfriend was. She was in a, a oh, drum corps called Southwind. Yeah. And, um, and it was based out of Alabama, and that's where she met this creepy college dude who decided, hey, I like that 15-year-old girl right there. Um, but I, I my cornhole opening up. <laughs> Roger that. Do you Usher. like Transformers? Me too. Um, I I can't you step into my van. God. Yeah. No, the one with the single circular window. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That's mine. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the magical um a wolf crying out at the moon. Oh God! You know, I I I can't even give them shit because they ended up getting married i think they're still together to this day i'm pretty sure oh shoot really and i'm like it was a mississippi romance that was meant to happen there was nothing in the universe that was going to keep me uh in in you know the path of that trajectory and so who the fuck am i you know well so lucky you because you went on to like hold hands with a bunch of different people and make friends with a, a whole. I mean, you you wouldn't be the same Craig if you hadn't. No, it, well, none of us hadn't broken be, up with right? that. Right, that's that why we've girl. got a you know bazillion different versions of us in parallel universes and shit like that. But yeah. it's uh, you're right in the sense that oh, so a couple of things. I'm an imperfect human being in many ways. One of them is I'm a little bit shallow. I'm a little bit shallow, and. Uh, this girl did not take the best care of herself, you know, after she got out of high school and it showed. And I'm like, you know, if I'm being honest with myself, I probably would have started losing interest organically. And how yeah. fucking, how painful would that would have, would yeah. that have been for her? You know, we were both like dedicated to each other and yeah, he's just not looking at me the same way and, yeah. and everything like that. Um, but I mean, and, it's either working or it's not. Listen, listen. There's there's a word for it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like being attracted to someone for their their brain. It's some. Oh man. Well, so I saw she, it recently. I've got Go a ahead. weird quirk. I've got a weird quirk. And well, I've got more than a few, but one of them is like narcissism might be one because oh, it's wow. this conversation has become all about you. Go ahead. Okay, you know, I'll just be quiet. I'll, I'll just be quiet and let you roll. <laughs> What's your quirk? <laughs> All right. So, Inquiring minds. Go ahead. <laughs> using this ex-girlfriend as an example, she had put on some weight, okay? It's not that I am immediately like, it's not just the visual of that that bothers me because I've been into some bigger girls, 
Sucks. It's the yeah. fact that often it reflects them not being motivated enough to take care of themselves, which to me kind of translates to a lack of respect for yourself and a lack of motivation. <clears throat> and right. so, like, I have, I, and I mean, my, my wife now, my wife has teased me because she knows that I got, you know, had things with bigger girls back in Austin during my time there. And it's not to say that that was, you know, my, that wasn't my MO. I wasn't just out going, man, anything under 170, I'm not interested, baby. Um, right. But it was something to where I would look at their personality. And my, my thing is, I would end up, I don't know why the universe put them in, you know, in my life, but I, I would end up running into them as they were kind of changing their lives and turning things around. And that yeah. was sexy as hell to me. Like somebody oh, yeah. being able to recognize something in themselves that they want to improve and actually like finding the motivation to do something about it. Right. And how sad is it that that's rare, right? And I'd be like, man, this girl, I mean, they got to have a pretty face. I am still shallow, but I can look past the rest if that personnel is like, fuck, man, they got a fire in their belly. I, I kind of dig this, so... As uh, as well as some other things in their belly, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some sports drinks. And I'm glad we're going to retain our probably 97 percent male audience here. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, are you, you want to call it shallow? I don't think it's shallow at all. I mean, you're attracted to what you're attracted to. Um, call it lizard brain. Call it caveman brain. Whatever you want to call it. Yes, sir. Look, I, I if I'm <laughs> if I'm if I'm face to face or, you know, uh, torso to torso with someone, a, a female, um, I want to be attracted to that person. My brain just tells me automatically if I'm, if I'm attracted to this person or not. And I'm not going to kiss emotionally, um, and with depth with someone that I find, um, not, not sexy or not attractive. Right. It's not attractive. Then I'm not going down. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I'm not dying that. on that hill. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not just looking to get it wet or anything like that. Like I need to. I need sexy inside in your brain, and you know, at least have, you know, not a touch of the downs and some kind of symmetry in <laughs> Jesus their face. Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not, am I not speaking the truth? I mean, no, shit. I love it. I love the honesty. I so, love it. Um, you know, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be attractive. There's not, if you're saying, if anyone says to me, um, that, um, I, I only love you because of your heart and your, your mind. I, I think you're a liar or you're just uh, superficial in, in in that, even in that sense, you're superficial. It's got to be the package. I need the package, and I'm not going <clears> to <throat> settle for anything right. else. And I'm not going Tony Robbins you on you here. No, I'm you just shouldn't. saying it has to be um, um, everything. Um, do we have our faults? Absolutely. Um, if you lie to me, you're 100%. dead. Like yeah. I, I don't, it, you know. If you're ugly, if well, <laughs> ugly is 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 you know. It's like um, it's like wine. It's subjective. Mm -hmm. I just don't find you attractive. I'm sorry. It's right, just, you're just right. not my t like Kim Kardashian. I do not care for that. 
Mm-hmm. I could not do that. I, I don't think I could even reach her butthole with my penis <laughs> because her butt is way too big. It's purely a, a logistical concern. Um, no, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out. You're you're a lovely person. She might be actually really smart. I mean, I think one of her sisters is a lawyer now, and, and maybe they, they, everybody says they work you, hard. You can get like, one of those honorary degrees, though. I, I, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I feel like you can kind of fake it till you make it sometimes. Hey, that's uh, I, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Whatever, they're rich as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just yeah. it's not a part of. And I'm I'm sad that I'm bringing it up in our podcast. I'm polluting <laughs> our podcast with bringing her her name up. Just strike that from the record, please. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait for you to pitch another podcast that you've been listening to. We got, oh, we got to get in the usual trifecta here. No, um, fuck off. <laughs> That's how that's how this works. I mean, other podcasts um, they they market other podcasts. It's 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 a thing. It's oh, they're, they're, it's all yeah. Family. But we, we just... we've got no we've got no how do we, how do we, we've got no weight to throw around. You know, we we might we're like a fart well, in like the I wind. Said, Nobody's you know going. Oh yeah, I I wasn't gonna listen to Adam Carolla, but then I heard uh, you know Taint and Teabag recommend them. Taint and Teabag, Tebow. Oh, God. <laughs> T-Bone Baggins. Uh, no, so like I said, last, last, uh, our last show, two fucking years ago, yeah. it might as well have been 10, 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, well. if, 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 if we're putting, getting people into other podcasts and it's costing us metro or costing us, you know, listeners, then, you know, that's, that's ridiculous because if they're even listening to us, they've got a billion other options that they right. already have downloaded. They're already slumming it. They've already got very poor taste. Yeah. So they've we, already slid it around. Out. No. <laughs> they're like your first girlfriend. They decided they like already... it a little bit dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit random could be. Ooh, what are we gonna do tonight? Oh, I don't know. Oh, could be. God. Um, so our la- our last show. I mean, I, I'm trying to remember. Did, did we touch on your journey back to the homeland? The tragedy that followed. Any of that? I I don't remember. All honestly. right. You, you want to give like a just a short recap? Just hit on whatever bullet points you want to. If it's none of them, that's fine. We can you know run the football further down the field well we can uh we can like put that on the um turn it back also to uh, oh shit my monitor went dead okay we're good um sorry that freaked me up um we can um hump that on to the back of the the covid thing because a lot of this happened at this sort of at the same time Right. Um, yeah, I was living in Chicago. I mean, it was a quick and dirty. I mean, man, jeez. I mean, how do you it's pack the way this our listeners in like it? You know, it, t- uh, t- t- titillate with the, the stuff that you know is going to perk the ears. Yeah. All right. So, um, James is living in Chicago, uh, gets a call. Mom's not doing great. She's got, um, uh, cancer, stage something. And, uh, clearly I care. Um, and th- this will become, it'll become clear that I'm not the asshole here. So, yes. Um, I assume she's still alive. Don't know. Uh, so move back to take care of mom. Move. I move my entire life. Living in Chicago for, uh, I would say trash your entire life. If you're talking career, you know, it's, 
Oh yeah, yeah. It my, my entire it thing, like all I did, sure. everything I worked for, I had my dream job, and um, uh, moved down uh, to be near mom because I was 850 miles away, and if something happened, I didn't want to have to be not there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was prepared to wipe her ass and and take her to chemo and all that stuff. She right. is living in uh, Ringgold, Georgia. Um, just over the line from Chattanooga, where I live now, and I uh, had a fairly sizable house. Um, I lived on the other side of the house from them. Um, she and her husband, um, who I would call him Gary, and um, for the sake of so anonymity, anonymity, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll call him Orange. Orange, uh, great, because he was a color for sure. <laughs> Had a lot of color on that neck for, for sure. Yeah. So, so I, I move in uh, where my grandmother used to to live while she was dying uh, back in the day, and um, um, oh, things geez. got kind I of. I didn't know that that I didn't I wasn't aware of that little nugget. No, it's 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 its own kind of thing, but um, like they took care of my grandmother, right? So, mm-hmm. um. Whatever. So there's Orange and my mom, and um, one day, like, Orange just, like, stopped taking his meds or something. Goes absolutely nutso. I'm I, I'm just, I'm just, I, I don't know what to do. Um, and he wants me out, and I'm like, what's got, what's up, Mom? You asked me down here. I, I transformed my life. And... <clears throat> um, uh, Orange is saying, I didn't agree to this. And he's like, well, by proxy, you kind of did. And right. um, you you like, you like welcomed me. You cooked me breakfast. I cooked you breakfast. I brought, uh, you know, bought uh, groceries for the, the family and and all this stuff. And, and I was like, no, you're a mooch. You need to move out. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so I move out and um, I, I'm... I'm trying to take care of my mom he won't let me do it yeah so he's refusing to let me take care of of mom and um i i'm like mom what do you what do you what do you want i mean you brought me down here it's like jimmy you you need to you need to leave and i'm like what the fuck is going on i didn't say that to her i never cussed in front of her she's a christian woman and and very religious <clears throat> and meanwhile, I'm getting physical, physically or physical violent um, uh, threats from her husband, and so I'm I'm just living in, in severe anxiety. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I find finally get the fuck out of Dodge, and I'm lost. I don't know what to do. What would you do in this situation? You're being brought Dude, I, down. I don't know. First of all, I I. <laughs> have the benefit of having two loving parents yep. that are pretty rational people. How dare you? And uh and very educated people and then god bless them they had me and you know they're like oh fuck you know uh <laughs> here's Craig and uh he's he, by the way he's not even going to finish college. Um <laughs> so I I don't know how I would handle that because it's like you're not only getting hung out to dry like you can have some separation between you and Orange, right? Because he's not your biological dad. You didn't have any, like, 
close childhood moments with him that I'm aware of or anything like that. Um, it's, it's okay to not feel great towards him, but for your own mother, the woman that birthed you, you know, to kind of like go, well, I'm on his side. Yeah. That would be really fucked up. Well, so um, there's, there's a couple of, you know, a couple of ideas that, that keep kept popping up. Months and months, well, years later, uh, no, a year later, like, uh, you know, either one, he went off meds or combination, two went off his meds and felt threatened by another <clears throat> male in the house um, and taking attention away from him, uh, from, from mom, sorry. Um, and uh, three, and maybe a combination of the three, maybe she thought I was in physical danger. Because he threatened to shoot me, he oh, threatened to hit that's me. That's true. Yeah, it may have he been. He wanted me it to may have hit been something him. out of love. Yeah, but and still, she had been with I'm, him I'm long going, enough to where she probably knew what he was capable of. You know, I don't know, but yeah, he, he hey. wanted me to hit him, and he one time called the sheriff to get me, um, yeah, to get me out of the house, and I. I heard him on the phone when he was doing this, so I got my ID. I got my, um, so I was a, you know, citizen of of Ringgold, Georgia, mm-hmm. and um, uh, got uh, I uh, has like um, invoices from uh, like the electrical company that I paid bills and bought groceries, so I belonged there. So the woman came in. Poor woman comes in. He's just belligerent. This mother and I'm I'm quoting him. This his words. Yeah. This motherfucking qu- nigger loving queer needs to leave. Oh, his wow. words. What do you do with that? How do you unfold it? How do you go to sleep at night with a, a door that doesn't lock that he has access to? Right. It's his house. Knowing that that kind of seething hostility with access to deadly force, by the way. uh, Yeah, he has a rifle. just next door. Yeah. Yeah. Not Um, next door. He's in the same fucking house. I mean, he's two, yeah, he's 20 feet away or 40 feet away from me. So anyway, uh, long story short, I I get the fuck out of Dodge, finally. Uh, Find an apartment. And keep um, telling the story. I'm going to I'm going to go get myself a beverage, but keep telling the listeners. All right. OK. I'll, I'll yeah. Right no, back. Go. Go. So um, I, I proceed to um, I get very angry and um, have a lot of uh, vitriol for for this. I mean, I, I'm I'm pissed as anyone would be. I think um, there's betrayal of. Like and, and and I've never known betrayal like this. I just didn't know, and I went to my adolescent brain, and I was I just said, I want to do some damage to to this person or these people, because um, mom's complicit, and I'm pissed as probably more pissed at her, but he was sort of her sword, because um, she could barely stand. I mean, again, she's dealing with. Uh, um, she's ill. She's sick, violently ill. She's throwing up all the time. 
she's constantly in the bathroom, and I'm worried that that red is sorry, orange is going to not is going to be incapacitated to the point where he can't take care of my mother. That's why I came down. And he doesn't seem to understand. She doesn't seem to. They don't seem to understand that. I tried to make them understand that, and they're just on, like, base-level emotion on this. Uh, it it just seemed so so caveman and, and elemental where they were coming from emotionally. And I was constantly just like, I understand. I, I totally understand. And they would, you know, get up in my face and or orange would give him my face and try to provoke me okay. i i wouldn't do it i i, I am so okay got you. i'm sorry go ahead go ahead so <clears throat> uh but i refused reprisal um at that point but uh after i moved out it, the betrayal became so like just seething in in my heart that I was like, I know the one thing that would would crush them is TV. Getting a black boyfriend. Oh, sorry. Or yeah, <laughs> fucking a black guy in their front yard. Um, so I took it, one it, for the team. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, we're getting like I'm getting. Um, Dude, we're getting deep. In, in, I love it. No, I love no, it. Don't, on, don't go on. anywhere Just, you're not comfortable with. Motherfuck, can I, you know, just give me, give me a sec here. So, um, so I knew the one thing that was in their heart was they, they love Westerns and they would just fall asleep to the fucking TV. Just like mindless myrmidons. Like they were just stupid zombies. And, um, they didn't know how to hold a fucking conversation with someone that had lived in Chicago over eight years. You know, they thought that, I feel like they thought that I was just. You don't belong here. Well, I grew up there, motherfucker. So anyway, <laughs> like they they would just watch their radio shows and and whatnot. So I cut their fucking cable. So um, and that happened, and I just up on the house and cut the cable one night and went away. And then two weeks later, I got you know, I probably got a little uh, inebriated, and I was like, I'm fucking pissed. I'm sure they repaired that shit by now. I'm going out. It's midnight, and I cut their cable again. And oh, I never knew that part of the yeah. story. Okay, Holy so shit, um, you doubled down. So third time, uh, I get really pissed off. I'm probably drunk. Uh, I might. I don't know. I don't, don't really get high, but um, and it's like five thirty in the morning. Like I'm I'm working nights, right? So right, right. <clears throat> um, so I. I decided to go do it again. And, and um, by the time I get there, it's like 40 minutes away. By the time I get there, it's starting to get early and birds are starting to chirp. And I cut their cable again. And um, uh, their neighbor comes out oh, no. for the paper or mail or something. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, I see you. And I drive off. And don't hear any. I mean, there, there's nothing, right? So a year goes by. Um, I um, I'm sobering up and getting my shit together and dealing with you know the the emotion of all this stuff. And um, I get pulled over for doing a, or a California stop through a stop sign, and it's probably nine o'clock at night or something. Going home, 
and um, he uh, the cop asked me to get out of the car, and apparently I had warrants out for my arrest for Jeez. for that, and I I didn't know what, and he didn't know what. He just saw warrants, and I was arrested. So, um, at this point, this is the middle of COVID. So pulling back, going back to COVID, I'm pulled into, uh, uh, Hamilton County court or, um, you know, jail and have no idea what's going on. So two days go by, I get to the magistrate and it's like, oh yeah, um, well, here's a felony for like, um, um, egregious something against the elderly and trespassing and all this stuff. Um, but this is in Catoosa. This is from Catoosa County, Georgia. I'm being held in Hamilton County, Tennessee. So they they have to, you know, get permission to, or to, to send me down to uh, Catoosa County jail. Being extradited. Yeah. Right. So extraditing, um, they weren't doing, Catoosa County was not getting extradited people for that week because of COVID. And that lasted, or there was the first week, the second week, and third week. So I've been there for 21 days. Jeez. Because, just because I could have been released, you know, if I had yeah, gone no, to I mean, Katusa, by this point, you've got a teardrop tattoo underneath your eye. And... It was it was nuts. I wasn't, like, with, you know, crazy, you know, uh, murderers and shit like that. But they put you in this, this place, and it's it's built for, like, 12 people. They call mm-hmm. it The Rock. It, literally, they call it The Rock. And there's 30 people in there. And people are trying to get me to smoke meth or, like, snort meth. Jesus, and I real I figured out why they were trying to get me to to do meth is because I would be complicit and I wouldn't narc on them, right? Right, right. So it wasn't for their pleasure or my pleasure. It was so I wouldn't narc on them. So right, right. But I didn't do it, and and uh, I was just, I just kept my head down, stayed asleep as much as possible. Mm. So finally, get extradited down to Katusa out in a day. I was out in well day and a half, and um. But during that time in Hamilton County uh, with COVID, I definitely went through COVID. It was it was not it wasn't pretty it wasn't pretty it wasn't bad. Look, is, there, is there a worse place to mm. come down with COVID than in a fucking jail? And and <clears throat> yeah. this is like um, it's not like you're in separate cells with two person to each cell, right? It's one large space. Yeah, am I, am and, I picturing this right? <clears throat> Yeah, well, so finally they separated us out. If you want to go down this rabbit hole, um, I got separated from that group and got put into a um, a holding cell, and it was me on a bench and a, and a sink and a toilet, and it was probably five by five. Not kidding. So, and it's just you in there. It's just me. And, yeah, I would have uh, taken that over the communal room every every. Oh day. no, hundred percent. But yeah. that's when I started going through like these fever dreams where, oh man, I had nightmares like I've I've it's so real that I woke huh. up thinking, oh, I'm free, I'm actually outside. No, no, you're not in your room. I it oh, was it was God. so bizarre, man. I like I would wake up uh, having a nightmare about being in a puzzle room and I can't get out. 
which is i mean it's so true it's exactly yeah. what i was when i was in i was like hey i'm not supposed to be here oh i wake up and things start looking familiar like the mirror mm-hmm. that i had it wasn't really a mirror it's just like a piece of steel that's been you know um rubbed uh, on a lot sanded, yeah. yeah rubbed on um and uh but that was in my dream and I was like, wait a minute, is this real or am I still dreaming? And I literally had a Matrix moment. It was so bizarre. It was just, I, I was so. That sounds like such a mind fuck. No, it was a mind fuck. I, it was, oh. Anyway, so that was my COVID experience. It wasn't that bad. Um, but I did have a fever and, um, uh, just, I just slept a lot as much as possible. Yeah. Eating, you know, that and, and eating the, the nutrient rich food that they supplied us. <laughs> God, <laughs> if you had the the luxury of a ham sandwich, you might have eaten half of it before Maybe someone took it out Maybe this should be the next Gordon Ramsay reality cooking show. Oh, he just he goes into like jails and prisons and, uh, that shit, no, he, that's he, an insult. That would be a fucking insult. <laughs> he, try, he tries to straighten him out, and he gets really angry, and then he probably gets shanked in the yard. Oh, but, man. He would deserve it. Anyway, I I don't like Gordon <laughs> Ramsay. But, um, so that's my cor- COVID, my COVID, COVID story uh, involving also my mom. It, it, it's, it's just, I mean, everything is kind of... You know, uh, listeners, bound, if, bound if you don't think that we're back after hearing that odyssey, um, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know how much harder we could swing for the fences uh, than that. And uh, with, with, you know, baseball being so big in Japan, they should get that reference. Um, but <laughs> Well, listen, I, I, I own up to what I did. Uh, was it right? Absolutely not. Um, Hats come- off to you for that. Well, I was I was I was an adult, and I, I had a choice not to do um, what I did. But all I did was cut cable. I didn't I didn't hurt anybody. I, you know, they didn't get the their entertainment that night or the next night. Maybe you know that, that's I didn't a little bit of joy. A little bit of joy. A little bit of joy that I I gleaned from from that. But is it worth twenty five days in in jail? I mean. I, it certainly it is a um, a story of don't don't do don't go down that it's find something racquetball or paint, something else to get your anger out that was not productive um, I lost a job a really good job over it and um, yep. I I now do something I do love but. Um, it's no, not that about... threw you into a spiral for a while because you were you were kind of just trying, kind of treading water, you know. Well, I, well, with COVID, like I'm in hospitality, or I was in hospitality in a, in a big way, and uh, um, like doing anything else um, was kind of it. It almost felt like a, I would be betraying that um, that that industry. Yeah, that sounds so fucking um, ego ridden, but um, like that—that's what I was meant to do. But I, honestly, now that I'm I'm doing what I'm doing now, um, 
it's hard to describe, but I work for an electronics, um, uh, locomotive electronics firm here in Chattanooga. And it's a great, it's a great gig. It's a great, um, little firm. And, uh, but it's certainly not anything in the, in my wheelhouse, <clears throat> but I've found that, um, being good at something and finding love, um, love for an industry that, that embraces you and brings you in is its own thing. I mean, it could be wine and hospitality. It could be sales. It could be, you know, um, security or, or, you know, um, fucking, you know, the military, something fine what you love. Well, find something and then you find, it's almost like the Chinese, um, uh, mentality of like, you're good at at math. We're going to put you over here and put you through math school and university. And then, you know, you're sort of like, um, married to this thing. And whether you like it or not, um, you're in this thing and then you fall in love with it. You don't find Hmm. your passion and then follow that. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> like here like in, find in America, find your competency, and then yeah, yeah. And, and here in America, it. it's follow your dreams. I want to be a unicorn. Well, honey, you can do anything you want. I want to be president. I want to be a, you know a, an astronaut. L- likely no. Like mm-hmm. let's temper our expectations here. Like, <laughs> why don't we start off with something that's practical? Be a plumber. Be a you know a, a, a contractor. Those are honorable and very extremely noble and awesome like paths. Do that, and if you like, if it's not your bag, then whatever. But um, fall in love with that. Well, so I, I, I don't think as as mere mortals, you know, barely evolved monkeys. I don't think that we have the visibility, nor will we ever have the visibility to truly know what was meant to be. For any one of us. Hmm. And that's a real hard fucking lesson to swallow. And it well, doesn't you're, get you're, any older, easier the older you get. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole trope of what was meant to be, is it fate what, and destiny? Uh, I mean, aren't we always told that we our destiny is what we make it or whatever? I think... I, dude, I, I don't, no one has the fucking answer. Buddha doesn't have the fucking, no, no one has the goddamn answer. It's like, just live a good, it's all in your heart. I mean, I, again, not to be, you know, <laughs> philosophy on you, but like, it's all there. Like, morality is all, is pre-done. It's predetermined. Like, you you always want to treat people like you've been treated. And that means it, the if you're treated badly as a kid, you're probably going to treat other people badly. So oh, it does... Well, so I think we, it does we veered into a nature family. versus nurture, you know? Oh, it's a combination. Kind of tangent. I mean, who knows? I dig that. I dig that. Yeah. So... Uh, on another uh, note, um, <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. I won't say <laughs> any specific. Okay. Bill Maher. Anyway, uh, so there's uh, the um, Supreme Court. Um, scro- scropus? Scrotus? Um, has, um, <laughs> there's no R. 
it it's scrotus scrotus <laughs> there's no it's not scrotus isn't scroton a, a character in a marvel movie or something uh, no Scro- scrotum is something very scrotum? different okay. um now scrotus uh <laughs> <laughs> i can't help it um came down with the um dissension of uh roe versus wade and that uh man i as a non-female, I, I'm pissed. I'm still. I can't right. imagine I, how I, pissed you are. I have balls, and I'm pissed. That means the women are like ready to murder Raging. somebody over this mm-hmm. shit. Right? I mean, well, rightfully so. Be careful so. how you phrase that, because the the right would say, "Yeah, they're ready to murder." You know, fetuses. Um, oh no! Well, I mean, yeah. that's at some point intent has careful. to matter. At least I like to think that. I'm not sure that it's completely accurate in today's gotcha age. Um, but I'm not saying for the podcast. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> words matter, Craig. Words matter. Oh God. Well, so yeah. like, and, and my thing with this, and you know, people are gonna listen. Maybe people aren't gonna listen, but people are gonna listen. You're uh, spoiler alert. You're gonna have a hard time pinning down what I'm all about because in today's polarized landscape. The idea of a moderate like me does not compute. You know, I am socially liberal. I got no problem with gay marriage. I kind of dig the idea of universal health care now that I've got enough years on, under my belt to realize, yeah. hey, it's pretty fucked up that somebody has to die of cancer just because they don't have enough money, you know, and enough zeros in their bank account. Yeah. Um, but. I am fiscally conservative in the sense that I don't want them to be stupid with our tax dollars because I realize that's a finite resource, right? I don't. And, I don't know, think that's conservative. I like I feel like this is common. I'm. I'm very much common right? sense. Rational. Uh, yeah. I, and and I believe in having a strong defense because you don't want you don't know when some uh, nutball like Vladimir is going to go fucking insane and just start killing people in mass. And you need to have the capabilities to defend yourselves and, uh, you know, hopefully defend others that need it, although shamefully we have not done so uh, in that particular conflict. So when it comes to this, all right, this has got – Jesus. Somebody just set off a firework. It sounded like I was in Fallujah for a second over here. I heard that. Welcome to Long Island. Either that or it's an electric <laughs> transformer blowing up or some shit. Okay. So, uh, so okay. So with you know abortion and the the ability to have access to that if needed, I don't think anybody likes the idea of abortion. You know, n- nobody wants to be like, "Hey, sweetheart, it's Thursday night. I I can't really think of anything else for us to do. Why, why don't we swing into pl- Planned Parenthood?" You know, nobody likes it. Nobody celebrates it. It's not a it's not a fun event for anybody involved. But it is a necessary event in the sense that you've got a lot of look, logistically speaking, unless every person, every person voting on that ultra conservative, you know, side of the fence is ready to step up and adopt a kid that needs a home. 
you're not going to make this work. You're not going to like shame people or pressure people into not having the sex. We're human beings. We're biologically programmed for that. James, are you still there? I'm here. Okay, good, good. I'm listening. Um, I'm, I'm on the edge of my chair. I only bought the whole yeah. chair, but I'm only using the, <laughs> the front edge of it right now. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, you, you're not going to... It's Sunday, by the way. You're not going to change the behaviors. And that that's that's the misconception. Like, I had a coworker. He's like, well, you know, if, if girls would just stop being whores. Oh, God. And I'm thinking, okay, well, first of all, it takes two to tango. And so you can't place it all on a woman's shoulders in terms of culpability. And being yeah, intimate spot. is a natural progression in any adult relationship. You know, and, and I would say the qualifying age for adult keeps getting lower, which is a little bit scary as a father of a young daughter. Um, but that access has got to be there for the entire spectrum of events that could precipitate its use whether it's a rape whether it is a 15 year old girl that's just not ready to be a mom whether it is a 28 year old woman that does not have the financial resources to like feed a kid or maybe it's a set of parents that are drug addicts that There's would a billion. do nothing but, yeah, but, but create an environment of abuse for a completely innocent human being to have to grow into. And then you're, you're kind of perpetuating a cycle because what are the chances of that human being having addiction issues or being involved with kind of unsavory things like cutting people's cable lines in the middle of the night? Yeah. The, the, the cycle has to have an an exit there has to be a way to get off that highway and they're taking that away and it's scary as fuck if you do this i mean there's a billion scenarios uh i was listening to some some different like i said some different podcasts uh over the last week and um like some scenarios i never thought of i didn't didn't know We'll say, like, so give give one to me. Let's steal um, from them. So there's one where um, if the mother uh, the mother um, gives birth and um, the body thinks that it's cancer, it gives her cancer, mm-hmm. and um, but not till later on, maybe into the third trimester. Oh, so okay. so what do you do? Do you cut the cancer out? Is it considered an abortion? Do you shut the, you know, do you... Um, so the fetus ab- actually turns into a cancer? Is that what you're saying? I, I, or... I, it was unclear completely okay. to me, to, just to be honest, but there was like... Something bad happens is tied with the pregnancy that threatens... Correct. That happens health. later on. And that wasn't yeah. the only one that happened like later on in like second trimester. You just don't know until it develops, and and then obviously, you know, if the if the mother, even if she wants it, shouldn't have it, and is is told by her doctor that we should abort this because it's just going to be it's just going to be bad right. for you. The kids got and all kinds of birth defects. Not it's only not that, be a good no, well, life for the, the, the child. The, even 
even if it was viable, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, 99% you're going to die. Um, you might, you might pass. And this thing, if it, if it, um, survives is going to grow without a mother. So yeah. what do you Which do? Which is a fantastic scenario, especially if she doesn't even have the guy in the picture, too. I mean, it's like... No, but th- I mean, that that may be extreme. But all of the scenarios in between that and just regretting having unprotected sex and wanting to get rid of this at, at, at five weeks, four weeks, something like that. She got tested the next day. Who knows? I don't know. But I don't think any of that really matters obviously if there's a heartbeat I'm kind of like mm, I think that that should be the a cutoff but if, if it's that subjective what are we talking about so I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ignorance here what at what point does the heartbeat show up oh I don't I, I think it's like six weeks ten weeks Okay, so it is that. I early mean, let's Google it. I, anybody can Google that right now. Oh, there's another I, podcast that has that stat on it. I, I could probably pick it. Up. Um, so I, I don't think anybody likes the idea of a third trimester, you know, abortion no. because it's like, okay, probably dealing with sentience there. But well, not only I, that, another... it's it's also um, uh, just just kicking the can down the road. If if you have a, another human another per thing growing inside you and you know it you're you should be on top of that and that's on that starts being on you really quick right yeah. i mean if 15 weeks i think there's got to be a a, a cut off once this, you miss one or two periods you should you should be getting yeah you should you should be that's eight weeks that's eight weeks yeah, yeah. ish Whatever. I'm not a woman, and no one can. I just, I just. We're not speaking on behalf of women here, by the way. Just, right. We, just we're make sure literally that no one, probably the two least qualified individuals yeah, to be weighing in on this topic, or, which is why there shouldn't be men making laws about it. Well, no. I mean, I just want smart people making laws about it. There should be more right. scientists and 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 like, um, uh, you know meetings of people that get together and say this is what's going on this is we all agree that this is when you know the heartbeat happens or you know the brain starts working or you know it starts being a person can we get a congressional thing together why haven't we done that in the last 50 years since roe versus wade right i don't understand um, well, we're too we, busy we trying to get reelected. This would not next... come under attack. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, it, it's it's all and how do you politicize like this morality? And it, it becomes muddled and it's so stupid. And you know the the the, the evangelical people are just crying and like, I can't it's a day. Oh my god, it's like no, dude, what? You're not. You oh no! Be. The far right is like dancing in the streets and really rubbing it in. I, well, I'm that, wondering that's, that's, how far this. Well, I, I won't ahead. say they're rubbing it in, but if they were rubbing it in, really, then you're really another like sentient asshole, like a singular. Well, I, fucking I'm douchebag. seeing them rub it in. If I'm, you're doing I'm it for seeing like a reasons. meme of Clarence Thomas 
getting repeated over and over again, you know, yeah. where he's like smiling and saying, Oh, when it's your birthday, but you give a gift to however many, you know, other people kind of thing. <clears throat> but, you know, that's being used interchangeably now for the uh, gun law changes and the abortion changes. So who knows what it's originally attributed to? I It's, 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 my last take on all of this is is there a law that cannot be unturned is there a constitutional law that cannot be unturned this is really bizarre to me because I just figured you know once a law's in in, in, in in the fight like or on the books it's there and it's scary that you can vote someone in that believes in a law that you like so many people back in 1992, I, um, was part of the, um, um, uh, Womp, uh, crowd, uh, a local, uh, politician. And, uh, I, I believed in him. I, I, I voted for him and, and went out and, and put signs up and stuff like that because he was anti-abortion. So was I, I was big in the church. This is 1992. Okay. 1990. Gotcha, gotcha. 1990, actually. And, um, I was like, you're voting for someone who, ha- just because of one position, which is right. not so. It's crazy. <laughs> but that's how, that's how hardcore we fucking were. And you can win a Senate or con- congressional, um, position based on one little position. Oh, yeah. You one, stir up one. the base. T- look, Texas politicians have that down to a science. You know, yeah. re-election's coming up. Let me start talking about how I want to keep trans people out of the bathrooms because they're all pedophiles. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's like, it's formulaic. You can just watch it cycle over and over again every four or six years, you know, yeah. whenever they're coming back up for re-election. So with all the the stuff that they do in their two or four year two, two sorry two year tenure, <clears throat> um, all the other stuff that they do doesn't matter because you voted them in because they're anti or right. they've pro, got a job. Pro-life. Yep. Yeah, and they're pro life and they're authoritarian by definition because they just want to get elected. At, to your point, right? So all the other stuff that they do doesn't matter. You can. Grab them by the pussy. Yeah, doesn't matter. Let them steal out of the coffers. Oh man, carve up you know national parks. Dude, you can what, be whatever. Yeah. Oh, you can be a complete imbecile, but if you do this yep. one thing, so that's all they care about. Oh man, so <laughs> President we're, Orange, we're living in cuckoo land. We really are, and I, I'm wondering. Like, I I just thought of something that hadn't occurred to me before. Does this suddenly ban the morning after pill? Well, they were talking about that, and it's apparently that will not. It they, there's a word that was <laughs> that they were using. It's really funny. Um, things like that and same sex or um, same sex marriage, same sex marriage, and um, um, interracial marriage. Which is interesting, okay. uh, uh, Professor Thomas. Um, not not going to be commented on today. Today, this is not okay. about the things today. 
Well, I'm glad that they protected interracial marriage. That would be quite an interesting term for them to say, oh, yeah, you know. I mean, my God. Judge Thomas um, is, is married to a white woman, right? So Right. Yeah, so I'm that, married to a woman of color, um, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's, you're fucked, man. Like, that's, so, sorry, that's baby. It. They said it's illegal. You so got to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chip, chip. But no, like, so the morning after pill. So you're saying that that for the now, for now, that's not on the chopping block. Well, kicking they, the can down the road never had a, a, a better use. Yeah, there. Okay. It, it's just, I don't know. I, just, I don't the know. The implications, like, you're, you're a single guy, right? You literally cannot fuck another woman unless, well, Unless you have a vasectomy. You literally can't fuck another woman unless you are ready to be a father with that individual. This this is the, mm. the you know, ultra-conservative, yeah. judgmental, you know, the, the, the religious, like, oh, you, no, 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 sex is the devil's work. You know, th- this For is our... them trying to change culturally yeah. our, our ability our... to... For our uh, Catholic contingency, um, thank you uh, <laughs> to the great, 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 great grand wizards that that thought this is all um, how it should go down. Um, I think that's kind of where this all started. I mean, I could be wrong, but do, do you always... think this changes the dating landscape at all? Oh, I, I mean. Well, look, with that and the the sensitivity around Me Too and, you know, there, I, I was I watched a show um, on YouTube and the girl was was uh, obviously attracted to the guy and the guy was attracted to her and they were about to make out and she says, she says, um, or he says something like, I really want to kiss you and she says, I give consent. And I was like, oh, oh God, God, shut the fuck down. Mood shut killer. Shit. Oh, God. It's like, That's what they're looking for now. That Like, I, I could never. Look, if I were single again, <laughs> I don't know how I would navigate any of these waters. Cause, and the, the thing is, is like, they don't know what they want. Because they're, they're, they're saying, oh, well, you know, there aren't any real men out there anymore. And there are girls that are in some kinky fucking shit. There are girls that want to be choked. They want to be, you know, they want to be spanked a little. They they want you. They want to call you daddy, or they want you to call them whore. And I love them all because I'm a Scorpio and we're natural perverts. <laughs> you're, you're the who male am I to Jewish rob them princess. of a voice? But the thing is, is like this this cultural movement of implied shame and anything that is not specifically granted like outward permission is a violation and it kind of robs the ability for two people to organically enjoy each other because the guy's thinking I have to say this so I don't have you know, I I don't have problems with a charge being filed on me later. And that's okay. So, and that's that's the key. I was waiting for you to say that because 
you can pretty much say anything. You can go to the cops and say, this person did this to me. Um, I, I, uh, want, uh, uh, restitution. I want this person, uh, handcuffed and jailed. And, um, they will create a warrant in your name. However, so I learned two false, um, accusations come with their own problems. So you have to be careful. But I can pretty much get you arrested tomorrow if I know your name, I know your face, and I have probable, probable, I don't know, probable cause. I'm not a lawyer, but I say that Gary J.Q., um, you know, Brown said, did this and hit me. Um, yeah, they will. They will create a warrant for that person. Gary, Gary touched my butthole on. And the you don't table. know. Yeah, they. Yeah. He accosted <laughs> me, and um, um. And they're on their heels. It's not an innocent until proven guilty. Thing. Absolutely, it's on fucking you. So right. you will be, and that that carries its own thing. Because if you if that's on a Sunday, they pick you up because you don't know you have a warrant. They don't mm-hmm. text you and say, "Oh, by the way, um, Ted, you know, Ted uh, Grazeville said that you have, you know, da, 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 and now you have a warrant." You don't know until you get picked up, huh? And you know, for something like running through a stop sign or uh, right. whatever it is, well, I didn't. Well. You didn't put on your blinker. Your so they don't work. come knocking on your door. No, because I mean they have to have access to where you live, right? And yeah, they, they've got databases for all that shit. Especially if they if they have your address, if if that person, if gay, you know, uh, sorry, I said gay, Gary, you know, <laughs> Gary Brownston, <laughs> where are we going now? Gary Brownston uh, has your knows your address, which is not oh, yeah. easy, not hard to get at all. Yeah. Um, can just say uh, can really just rack up shit in your life. Jesus. And get, until you get to in front of a magistrate, which good luck there, and then they put a bail on you or a bond so on to, you. To clarify for listeners, and, and I want to acknowledge this, and, and it's very easy for James and I to get in this mode of, hey, we can say what's on our mind, and there aren't going to be any issues with it, A, because nobody's listening, but also B, because we know who we are as human beings for you know, however many decades now, uh, and we we understand intent and we understand, you know, the the person that's across the table from us. Um, we both recognize rapes happen, you know, assaults happen, and, and we're not making light of that. We're not, you know, con- criticizing a system that allows uh, those kinds of things to be reported and handled, but that the failings are is that when you're dealing with a crime that is low on evidence but very serious like that you kind of are in the vice you know the vice grips of the law yep <clears throat> w- without being given a chance to truly you know there there isn't a how do i put this um and I should really know this terminology better than what I'm, you know, throwing out there right now. There's not an onus on the legal system to prove that this happened because these are acts that happen behind closed doors. 
and in private settings. Yeah, it's a and he said, she that's said a tough thing. That's a tough it, nut to crack. Right. Yeah. Um, two, understand, if you're listening to this, and I did not know this at the time, um, I, I, I mean, I don't think that there's... It's probably nine out of ten males that have been accused of accosting or you know abuse of of a, a female that didn't do a damn fucking thing. Um, they need to know, even if you're a female, do you know doing this? Wow, I don't like care. Numbers on you, false charges are that high. You need to know that that false charges, false accusations come at a cost. So you do have you do have um, repair. You can repair that, but the thing is, on the front side of it, you get pulled over and you don't know that you have uh, um, you, you have this over your head. That's I mean that's really fucked up. And they have all your information. They know you're you know mm-hmm. they can. Text, email, I mean, they can come to your door and say, I just want you to, you should be aware that there's a, um, uh, um, a warrant for your arrest. I just, I, I always thought that that was, that was how you got served or something. I don't know. But no, you just don't know. I had like seven counts of bullshit. And that, that, that was, well, and that's, that's their, you know their lawyer putting stuff that just trying to t- t- see what stuck, and none yeah. of it, none of it stuck. I mean, I I got off. I mean, everything was cleared. All the charges were cleared. Um, if I didn't make that clear earlier, all my charges were clear. So, right. So have, that whole no thing that you described yeah. here was just really a dream sequence. Uh, oh yeah, that he had whenever he was hallucinating uh, when he was wrongfully incarcerated in that jail. Just to be clear to our listeners. But, listen, did I do it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... I, I, You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You're goddamn right. I wear the code red. (laughs) (laughs) But that is the truth. That is the truth. And I would... I would never lie to you. You Craig. you put in your time for it. That, that's another reason that I think that they, I think that they realized that they were in a very actionable position for how long you were kept behind bars. I don't know. For this, they're like, oh, you know, I think he's he's kind of paid his bill, don't you? Yeah, let's get him on out of here, kind of thing. Yeah, it's funny. Um, um, I went <laughs> the the court court date was like after I got out. Um, I got a court date for like it was like I don't know three months later, and um, <laughs> I was really fucking nervous. I had a whole script Ooh. written out, what I was gonna say and what I was gonna you know how I was gonna present myself in front of the judge, and um, I never saw the judge. I mean, I saw him. I was sitting in the on the bench, and then when my name right. came up, I was. You know, sequestered to another room, and the the um, attorney general of I guess is, I don't know it's the county whatever that DA right district attorney prosecutor Pro- yeah so uh, he was like well we can do this is this but we've drawn out this and we'll drop all charges and you know court fees it's like 
Okay. <laughs> That's a good day. I pretty much have been revving up to hit a or throw a fastball at the batter, and they were like, "No, delay." Oh shit! So, so nothing on your record, nothing at all. No, just sorry to bother you. Have a nice day. I cannot tell you. So I I walk out to my car. (laughs) This is where the music from the Shawshank Redemption starts up. (laughs) <laughs> Andy Dufresne <laughs> crawled 20 feet to his car. <laughs> <laughs> Through a pile of, well, humidity. <laughs> it hit high on the AC and threw in some ACDC. Oh, yeah. Back in black, oh, bitches. I was laughing hysterically. Um, but then, you know, it, it, it all sets in, you know, and like I, what I've been through and what I, you know, the time I did and, and yeah. I was like, I thought I'd be shamed and, or I thought I'd feel shameful and I, I'm not like if I went on a blind date tomorrow, you know, right, you know, swipe right on a, on a Tinder thing or something, I'd be like, yeah, I did time. I'm just starting out with it. It's like, good for you. Oh, good oh, for you. you, see these, yeah, you uh, just, <laughs> I feel like that's a flex in a way. Gr- girls like the bad boy. I know, you know? but and, then you have to ask permission. It's like, hey, can I yeah, can I hold your hand? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Are we, can are we I, good? Can I are we smack good? your ass? Can okay. I? Is this, uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> so Cal- Caligula, Chris, and to, to our new listeners God. that don't know Caligula, Chris, he's a uh, childhood friend of mine. He is and a child. Yeah, man child. Go ahead. No, he he's he's a savage is what he is. But he's <laughs> So he's remained single. Uh he's avoided what? the marriage, um, you know, um trap and uh he stayed single and so he's just dating and he he's one of the he's and he likes him young. Is that God what he's calling him. it? Dating? Cause it, yeah, well, well, so he's he, he's doing a lot of fucking, um, but he, he's like getting together with these twenty-something-year-old girls, uh, and geez. he was telling me he's like Craig. He goes, oh, "That was good. It's unreal." He goes, "This didn't exist back when you and I were younger." You know, he goes, "I was, you know, I'll be talking to these girls, and they'll be like, well, what are you into?'" And pretty quickly, the conversation moves into sex, and he'll be like, "Well, you know, I'm into this," and I mean. Chris is like I said, he, he's a savage. He's he's debaucherous. So he's he's into you know some of that stuff. And I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not wagging a finger. I'm in, I'm into some of the shit too. But um, he'll lay it he, out. Yeah, he 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 is not. This is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is not one to um, throttle uh, his description of what he's into. Like, no, he's he like, if, if, it's not, if this isn't you, then, then it's going to be someone else. Like if, if it's not you and me, then it's going to be someone else. But let's, let's make it you and me. I mean, you know, I'm into the, the, <laughs> the, the S and it. I don't know. I, I'm into this. And are you into this? Like, okay. Well, so are he, you into safe like, words? Cause I got Mrs. Butterworth right on the tip of my tongue and we can go. He, he's to kind of place. into the stuff where it's, um, Oh, what, what's the word for it? Where you, you kind of, uh, he's kind of into degrading, you know, that that's a kink for him. 
to to, and, uh, to he's towards like, him or, or towards her? No, no, no. Like like towards her. Oh, you know, God. he wants to call her a dirty whore. He wants to, you know. Also, but I mean, so many girls are into that now. And he said, Craig, he goes, this used to be a conversation that I would, ha- you know, actually pause before having. And now I'm getting responses like, oh, so you're just into normal sex then. Because that's the new oh normal. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, like. The, so it's become the vanilla. The ready availability <laughs> of pornography and everything like that in the digital age has just made that normal. Um which has me scratching my head even more in the age of required oh consent. God. Like, you know, hey, um, you know, before we get started, can I <laughs> get your signature? Can I here? slap you around a little bit? Can I, uh, you know, how about I dress up in a Godzilla costume and you're dressed like an elf? Uh, and, you know, I get you with my little arms and I'm just going to, like, can I get you to sign here while I film this? And I'm going to need to check your ID. Fantastic. <laughs> You need a handler. Like before, uh, before credit comes out, yeah. uh, we just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Speaking of pages, right at the bottom there, just like and she's like shriveled up. Yeah, she's yeah, dry yeah. as hey, dust. You know, it, it, no, no, no. Sit down right here on this uh, black leather couch, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, just gonna go over a few things with you. Oh my god, she's yo man. <laughs> no. <laughs> the last uh, question is: Are you still interested? <laughs> Right, right, and he, it's Are just still it's good fish to go. in a barrel. Five by five. Yeah, it's <laughs> he's got he's got no issues, and I mean, and like there are ones that'll tell him, "Hey, you know, no, I'm looking for a relationship," and he'll just go, "Yeah, I'm not really interested in that, but hit me up if you you know change your mind," and then they'll come crawling back a couple weeks later. Well, you know, I guess I could just fool around. It's like there's this desperation going i i don't know yeah i don't know that, that i think maybe that is some of the, it is the, the, three letter, the three word of sentence that it has creeped over everybody's mind right now um i used to think that it was a binary society just like this is good this is bad this is good this is bad um for me you know and it's it's all you know subjective and whatnot but now sure. it's it, we've gotten to this gray area in so many fucking areas. It's I don't know. Isn't I mean, should we create the I don't know movement? Not the Me Too movement. I just <laughs> the don't. maybe 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 once you know. <clears throat> I, mean, I like it's it's on you. But I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, look, I've dated I've dated people that have been. Um, abused, been raped, yep, um, yep. you know, nonsense. Um, and now that I'm, you know, pushing 48, um, the people that I have stayed in contact with that I, that I, I know intimately, um, they've grown into their, their parents and they, they've, they've gotten more mature and, dealt with stuff and have you know uh, been to therapy and and or not been to therapy and time has a way of of having its way with just you know calming everything down so on the long term and the short term i think 
So when you're you're, you're having to, to ponder a, a situation, say it's at work or something like that, which I'm kind of sort shortly kind of sort sort of dealing with. I'm just giving it time. I mean, everything yeah. gets better, more clear with time. Um, and or that's, at least you die enough on the inside to where it stops mattering as much. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the clarity there, um, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, like even on the ma- macro, m- micro level, um, that's something that I'm learning and trying to teach myself is is just giving it time because I'm not a patient person. Uh, like you, I, I, I see a, a goal and I want to pursue it. Um, you know, just like hundred percent. And sometimes it's, t- it's, and I teach this to people that, um, that I, I train is sometimes it's, it's good to take five minutes that you think you're wasting, but stand back, get the macro picture and then figure out your priority list and go with that. Write it down if you have to. It'll make you so much more productive. Uh, I'm not again. I'm not going to trying to be Tony Robbins on you, but um, it, it's something I, that I've that I I've found very productive. I'll just like I need to go outside, breathe, walk around for a minute, and write down what I think my priorities are because I'm kind of autonomous at my job right now, which is great. Um. And that's you are so much more evolved than me. If we're being honest, right now, um, we, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like at this point in my life, my greatest goal is just to not be bothered <laughs> and not be annoyed. <laughs> I, how sad is that? For, for as I say that out loud, it's like I, I and Craig, I get so frustrated with my wife. Because she always wants the bigger, better stuff. She this Saturday. She's she's not even in the fucking country. She's down in Peru right now, and she calls me up frantically. She's like texting me, you know, call me. It's urgent. I'm like, oh fuck, it's urgent. You know, I call her up. She's like, I need to know when your days are far so I can have the new couch ordered. Let me give you some backstory. Our current couch is fine. It's beautiful. It is amazing. And I love this couch. And she has been laying on a long scale assault. Um, you know, she may she they may just pull her over to Russia soon because she she's a tactical pro at this stuff. She has been laying <laughs> on a long assault of a like long game. we yeah. I, I want yeah, I want Excuse I want me. a different couch. I want a bigger couch that I can lay down like she she wants one of the big L's type couches. Oh, yeah. Like it's got a sitting area and then it's got a laying area. And I mean and I'm thinking, God, you know, the less time we spend in front of this fucking TV, honestly the better for us anyway. But we also don't have the space for this gargantuan couch. She's like, no, 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 I've measured. I've measured. Is it like, called okay, a, well, they call it a I sectional? Use my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so anyway, so on her own, she decided she was going to go ahead and spend the money on this couch. That's money that I would have loved to have gone towards helping me a little bit with the bills, but that's neither here nor there. 
And uh, she decided that it was going to be delivered this Saturday when I'm home from work. And I'm asking her, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with the current couch? Oh, well, I'm trying to find somebody to, to take that. And there are some issues because... You could sell the it, The gentleman, and I use that term loosely, that she had to do a lot of work to our house, uh, that ended up doing more work than that. Um, one of the things he did was install a new door, which is not as wide as our old door. So the current couch cannot fit out the front door. What the fuck? How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So, so how even if somebody's coming to pick up this couch... How am I supposed to get it outside? The only way to get it outside is to take it upstairs and out the rotting wooden stairs. And this is literally like an Indiana Jones-like platform that's up there on the second floor. I, I've stepped on there and had my foot break through the wood, you know, oh and I've had God. to, like, get myself back down. So that's the only place with a wide enough door for me to take a couch out and probably bring this behemoth couch in. That she's got coming this Saturday. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm so fucking bitter. I'm be and I'm thinking, couldn't you just couldn't you just let me be for these two weeks? Couldn't you just let me have peace for a bit? Yeah. Why why was it so important that this happened? Why is it so crucial that we've got perfectly working appliances, but you want ones that are covered in chrome? Well, you know, it's like, ah, it, it's a very frustrating place to be. And it's, it's like, it's a place that's not easy on the pocketbook either. Because there's always this pressure. They'd be like, well, we need new this. We need new that. We need to go on a vacation somewhere far away and exotic. And I just, I don't know what to say, James. It's, it's a lot of pressure and it's a constant pressure. And it it leaves me feeling very uh, frustrated because I don't really feel like I am a human being in a relationship sometimes so much as a resource. Right. Wow. <clears throat> and uh, and I've got no answers for that. It's just something I've been dealing with for years now. Sorry. I know your wife. Yeah. And she's too. lovely. And um, your kid, Sienna, lovely. Um it, let's not let's not drop the names if we can help it. That's that's gone a little bit um, far on the show, um, and I, I'd like to kind of veer away from that. But I, man, and once you get into this adult married life, your channels for talking out these kinds of issues narrow dramatically too. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, you're not – it's not like – I remember some of my my favorite – how do I put this? My, my favorite events, my favorite memories. I was young and broke, you know, and I was getting simple joy from just like going over to a friend's apartment and they're pouring me a gym and Coke with ice. You know, and they're, and they're like sitting me down going, dude, how are you doing? Well, man, I'm doing a lot better now, you know? Thank you for asking. Thank you for caring. <laughs> that shit isn't happening now. You know, it's 
What did I do wrong? What needs to be taken care of? What hasn't been handled that I need to address? And can I get to the finish line without losing my goddamn mind every day? That's it. That's it. Ooh. I, um... Anyway, I didn't mean to lay on the heavy. I guess uh, if our listeners are still tuned in, oops. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, in entertainment news, no, let's go. Uh, in, Gene Simmons says he's not selling any of his crypto. <laughs> oh God! God, that's me. <laughs> that is hilarious um well, i mean that, that is like two years ago our last our last um our last show that didn't exist and now it's, it's a thing no, it existed i wish i had gotten in well around do you dude, really it's been around for oh god yeah dude trust me somebody who got in early enough has already got all the boats they've got their house paid off for they're fine. They're fine. It's just all extra at this point. I, I think they're going, well, I guess I can't go to Italy this year <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, mm. But I, I don't think anybody that got in early is hurting. Now, the people that got in probably two, three years ago, they're probably hurting right now because I think they sunk everything into it. I don't know, man. It's so weird. Uh, anyway. It's I'm I'm going into potato chips, chip coin, chip coin. <laughs> it's backed by Lay's. Uh, you, you don't <laughs> want to buy the you don't want to buy Ruffle Coin that hasn't really gotten established yet. You know the uh, the blockchain isn't very well mapped out. I, I have, yeah, it's like every time someone tries. Sorry, I'm not talking my microphone. Um, every time someone tries to describe it on their podcast. Doesn't matter. It could be uh, Jordan Harbinger. It could be um, <laughs> the um, Rice and We uh, podcast, which I truly adore. Um, they try to describe what the Bitcoin is, and um, like you or the NFT. That's what it is. And they're like, okay. "Oh, those are two separate things." Yeah, it's, I right. So Bitcoin is like a brand. NFT is like a it's the umbrella, right? So, but okay, maybe I guess I'm ignorant then. I I thought, I thought NFTs were these virtual pieces of art and media that are locked, so that only one person can own them. I don't know, and that's kind of a commodity now. I don't know. So that's that's, a, that's like, awesome. Great. Uh, that, that's that's yeah, that's exactly what. They, or, they, they, that's exactly where they come. The 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 the, the end that they come to. It's like, oh, it's this, 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 and you can own part of this burrito in um, Shangri-La in China, 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 um, in Hong Kong, and, and it's like there go our Chinese listeners. Well, just edit the fuck out. Come on, don't call me on that shit. <laughs> um, um, you can own you know half of a taco in in Mexico City. And like it grows in value. Great. How does that work? To who? And they don't. Right. No, they don't know. 
They just they they were like, oh well, then you can sell that to someone else if they're interested. Like, well, so how much does that cost? Like, oh, it's five hundred, you know, this or that. How do I pay for this thing? It's like, oh, it's this thing you, you attach it to your bank account and blah, blah, blah. it's like, no, no, that's not, that's not right. really how it works. I, I'm not doing this to get your virtual taco painting um, <laughs> that only I have access to. Somehow you've decided painting. is valuable. No, it's yeah, as valuable as a week's worth of my work. No. no. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering when when the pendulum will swing back around. When are people just going to go, no, I'm not buying that any of this is valuable. It provides no use to me. It's bullshit. Well, because and the market Craig, value of it is grossly inflated. We have, um, let's say we have one million listeners. Ooh. Not... <laughs> I think I just got hard. 99, it just came a little bit, right? <laughs> 99% of them uh, are are functional human beings. 1%. Okay. Yeah. Don't know, don't know how to process any of this. And they're just, um, they're in the ether and they're like, oh, shiny thing. And they're like a cat. And they're just like right. scratching at it. And Should anything, so it's always going to be you know politicized and and, um, and it, it like it's a it's one it's a new thing. Two, it has something like kind of sort of um, um, tethered to it, um, and they want to be part of something bigger than themselves always. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if sure. that means like alienating their family or alienating, you know, their beliefs <laughs> or alienating morality or ethics. Fuck on, you, on Grandma. A, I do crypto now. <laughs> yeah. They just want to be part of something that they think that they can be cool at. Fuck that shit. I think, I, I mean, uh, it, it, that's, what's, that's what politics is going towards. Like, pick, yeah. pick, pick a, a campground that you, you know, or, or some savage race that you want to be a part of, and I, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to be a proud boy. I'm going to be mm-hmm. part of anonymous. I just want to be part right. of a cult. That's all cults are. Yeah, everybody wants their gang. Yeah, yeah. So that's where politics God, are going. It's going to be it's gangs. I mean, what where are politics going to look? What's our world going to look like? In, in 20 years, when it's changed so much in just two, two and a half years. No, I, I, think, I think Mike Judge had a pretty good idea of where the trajectory is going oh God. <laughs> with the movie Idiocracy. Yeah. Um, just, I've, I've got a decal on the back of my car that says, Stop Making Stupid People Famous. And I, I wish I could show it to the whole world. The whole world. Um Except for the stupid people on the shows that I like, because I really do enjoy the train wreck at times. But well, you're part of the problem, Craig. That's part of the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're goddamn right. You're <clears throat> goddamn right, I am. But like, okay, so I'll ask you: is 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 there any entertainment like guilty pleasure of yours oh. that you like watching? Hmm. Um. Well, I. All right. Here. Here's my method. I get home uh, like five thirty, um, 
I what? Okay, it's it's mostly news. I'll just throw that bone okay. out there. Um, That's not shameful, by the way. Right. What? Well, it kind of is, and I'll I'll tell you why in a second. But um, if it's Tuesday, I know that the clips. I don't have Paramount streaming anything. I don't own any. Okay. Yeah, I don't pay for that shit. Um, any NFTs? Yeah. <laughs> but um, like, I'll come home and run clips of uh, like Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert. I just love it because they're just fun, and it's I feel connected to people that entertaining, easy to digest, right? And um, like, I feel like other people have watched this same thing, so it's a shared experience. Right. Sure. So, and then I go to the news, and it's um, uh, CBS and and NBC. Lester Holt. Um, he he's just a national treasure. I just love him. Sound like my grandmother. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> and I just watch the clips, and it just goes clip after clip after clip. Instead of having to watch all the commercials, which I fucking hate. Um. But it's just all the stuff. It's just regurgitated with stuff that I already know. So I do feel like it's kind of a guilty pleasure because I'm just watching stuff that's already happened and I already know that it's happened. I mean, just look at you know the highlights. um, You know the high the the, um um top of a, a newspaper. It's pretty much already explained to you what happened like 19 dead and a new school shooting you know and place blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and news isn't gonna bring anything new to the table they don't bring they just regurgitate and reiterate the stuff that they've already said so, and sensationalize to try to no, get 100% and so in that in that regard like I feel like watching the news while I feel connected which is probably the most important thing for me um, I'm not getting new news I already know that that thing in, in Arkansas already happened or whatever and they you know, let's go to Brian who's on the in, in Fort Smith Arkansas and it's like yeah um, what you said back to you Gary well so so is part of it just kind of s- subconsciously seeking out your own confirmation bias like no. this is this is a safe channel for me to you know no hear people talk about these events that that I think think like me kind of thing no i I okay. just I just want fucking news I mean i I <clears throat> I don't know where to go to get I mean, other than like daily beat or daily you know, whatever the the beast um uh, CSNBC, um, um, like there's, there's, if there's other, you know, uh, you know, centers for bringing real news, you have to pay for it. BBC is, is free and they, they're pretty uncolored. There. Oh but, yeah. But your whole answer to this question of, do you have a guilty pleasure I don't think this fits the bill. I I don't think that that nobody's gonna like, kind of shame you for being. Oh yeah, I I, I keep up with the news. Be like, come on, it's it's a little bit of a flex. Um, I I I'm talking about like trash TV. No, I don't. Like, I hate. I um. All right. Uh, let's. You know what? Let's let's do a little. Nothing. Nothing ever cut. You're. You've never cruised past the channels. And be like, I 
do want to watch the Jordy Shore for a little bit. Or, no. you know, I do want to see 90 Day Fiance <laughs> and watch, you know, this Colombian goddess, you know, uh, mysteriously fall, quote, in love with a, you know, goofy 46-year-old Midwestern guy, potato farmer, you know? I mean, come on, dude. I, I watched, like, D&D podcasts. Okay. See, now D- we're getting more into Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Although it's not very... It's become so popular now that it's it doesn't carry the shame with it that we had growing up being into role-playing That games, is the irony. Sure. The, the paradox is um, that... Right. Now you've got Hollywood actors playing and like broadcasting this like, oh... Well, oh, it, it, I okay, assume Jason at some Momoa. point it's going to be like... Um, Five cards star Texas Hold'em and Vegas, but it's going to be D and D, you know, with cards or some shit and Magic the Gathering. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, I I used to get shit on um, as a high school student. Um, you know, the the nerds are like D and D, and now those guys are, you know, uh, the bullies are all Run into the yeah. uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, and I'm like. Uh, Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! You don't get to love Lord of the Rings. Never yours. No, it's not. It is one hundred percent. But I mean, I appreciate it. But I mean, I was pissed when I came out, and it was so, um, so successful. And uh, like, I think my mom might have known about it. Bio mom, mm-hmm. like uh, she might have heard about it. I don't think she ever actually watched it, but like. The fact that it, it gets around to, you know, people that are middle-aged, <laughs> speaking of middle-aged, uh, that, that are <laughs> middle-aged, and Getting they're close like, to bedtime who here? doesn't like a Frodo, you know, Frodo Friday, you know, frittatas at TGIFs, you know, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? We're selling- What's happening we're here? We're selling number two combos at the Taco Bell, and it's got Frodo, you know, oh, Tebow, b- big old baggins on it or something. Right, what the right. fuck? And it's being commercialized. Come in for the new Gandalf shake at <clears throat> Sonic. Yeah, yeah, I was like, have you ever rolled a dice in your in your life? You know, uh, a, a, a constitution check? Like, do you even know what the fuck that is? Fuck you. Like, you don't get to own this shit. No, anyway- it, uh, you know, it's it's selfish of us. I mean, it's it's a gift that. But here's the thing: is like we feel like we paid our dues. Yeah, like we went through that world when it was not a cool place to go through. So now everybody jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, we're like, you didn't have you know, girls making fun of you at school. You know, because you were doing this kind of shit or whatever. And and I will also add this on. The nerdier pursuits have become a lot more inundated with females Oh yeah, as time has progressed than back whenever we were into this stuff in the 80s. Oh, it was I mean, you want to fest. talk about a fucking sausage party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The smell in a room full of gamers. If oh, you, yeah. Oh, if you dare to open that door, and I mean, you had to to bring in the pizza, but... Oh boy, that was ripe. That was ripe. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. It's amazing times though, and I mean, this is like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with James. I'm 47. I'm, I'm just like charging towards 
my 50s, right? But though I will have memory issues with other stuff that's arguably more important, <clears throat> I still have fond and exact memories of adventures that my characters had playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you know, even like some of the, the other offshoots, the Car Wars, the Omega Traveler, things like that. I'm trying desperately to like get my daughter into it. Oh yeah, and it's a little bit scary because I don't think it's taking really. Like yeah. she was interested in it when she was younger, but now she's kind of turning into more of a girly girl, the girl that's probably hey, going to be a cheerleader. Can, blah blah can, blah, can, blah. Speaking of, and yeah, uh, one of our uh, members, I say members, named members. Ian. Okay, he's my age, um, our age. Oh, one of the guys in your current campaign. Correct. Got you. He was telling me the other day, <clears throat> um, came up to my, my my desk and, and was like, Hey man, are you excited about Friday? It's like, Yeah, man, this campaign it, it's it's gonna be crazy because we, we we're shaking off the rust and we're getting into a campaign that you know, we haven't like no one's played in two plus years uh face to face. And so we got this group together, and there's like six of us and a DM, so seven. Um, anyway, and he, Ian is talking about um, that uh, he he essentially pulls out the monster manual, and his kids, which are like nine, ten, two of them, um, will flip to a page and like that one's really interesting that was really cool and they'll just they'll just like role play and hmm. make up a backstory for their characters and basically read them to bed and and oh man no he's he's doing something right that I'm doing wrong then cause my <laughs> My little girl wants nothing other than to virtually socialize on a game called Roblox uh, and or what's the other one that she wrote something would or something like that. Anyway, it, it, it's basically like second life on crack kind of thing. Uh -huh. And she would spend all of her day doing that if I would let her. And I'd be like, okay, unplug, take the headphones off. Wow. Come on. You know, you're going outside. We're going to walk around the neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's, it's a battle, man. It's a battle. Because sometimes when I, you know, I travel a lot for work and when I'm not home, that iPad, that turns into the babysitter. I don't, I don't think that that's a good no, thing. No, I, I agree. You know, sometimes it's a necessary evil. Um, hey, dude, we're coming up on the two-hour mark, which I think is kind of a good point to uh, put a bow on it. Yeah, we are. For being this far out from our last show, I don't think this was bad. <laughs> well... I think it was actually really good, but uh, can we amp it up next time for our listeners for sure? I think this amp this it was, up. Well, we need more sound effects. No, dude, or, no um... just bear with me. It's like we're <laughs> shaking out the rust, ladies and gentlemen. Um, look, if anybody's done a podcast, you know, you know that it's difficult to get um, get lift off. But we've had that, but the rust has, has sort of accumulated, and 
we're sort of getting rid of that and uh hopefully we can continue um getting back on the horse and uh riding this uh, onto the back onto the trails and and getting information back out to to you guys about our lives and I think we'll get if there. you if you guys want to reach out and um um have some questions um maybe I don't know, Craig. Do you 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 want to throw out a let let me let let's tease that to the next show because okay. I'm literally going to have to look up the email address that <clears throat> that I set up for listeners to write in. Okay. At. Um, but the best thing you can do for us, if you liked this, subscribe to it, uh, follow it. You know, a set set it up to where it auto downloads because we're we're going to start doing this regularly. Yes. Again. So if you if you enjoyed us knuckleheads uh, being in your head for a couple of hours, and uh, you know what, tell a friend. Be like, hey, I found a couple of real fucked up people. You might enjoy listening. Hey, to if, them. Even if it's a thing where you're like you're you're at your your workbench and you want something that you don't really want to have to think about, and you just want background noise, you just want static. Sure. Welcome yeah. to uh, Aged and Confused, because <laughs> we can. Maybe you need something to play while you're having sex with a lady who's giving you consent, and uh, and our smooth, velvety voices can be right there behind you, assisting and guiding you. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna one up, uh, you know, incarcerated hallucinations next show. We're, we're gonna have to figure that out. Oh, I love it. Incarcerated. Mm, that's hallucination. It's too lengthy to be a band name. It, unless it, no, it might be like syllables. a song off of Dream Theater's about? 18th album. No, you're going to keep it simple, though. Yeah. You're going to yeah. keep it simple. Anyway, um, so uh, <laughs> hats off uh, to you, Craig, uh, being such a great host. Right and back thank at you, man. Sir. And yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Let's do it again soon. Uh, get some good shut eye for the uh, keep those locomotives running tomorrow. Amen. And uh, to the audience, thank you so much for hanging in here and listening to us babble. Uh, hashtag it gets better. <laughs> hashtag we'll see we'll you the next better. time around. Three, two, one. Well, when does he get out? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. My rules. We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong.